Radio. Open wide, it's mouth time with Reductress. I'm Quan. And I'm Carthy, just filling in. And we're just two girls. We share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. We're having a glitter emergency. Plus, we talk about luxury. It's luxury, but just for you. We talk about a woman who's not just a social justice warrior, but a social justice warrior princess. And then we talk to our favorite K-pop fangirl, OK Park Johnson. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and penguins fighting to the death. So we're super happy for Dakota, who's off this week. Yes, we want to congratulate her for being cast in a spinoff of one of our favorite shows, The Good, the Good Bife. Bife. It's called The Bad Bife. A lot of people don't know this, but Dakota is a very talented actress with a really beautiful voice. I just wish I had a voice like hers. Anyway, thanks for filling in today, Carthy. Oh, it's nothing. No, really, it's great. No, I suck. Okay, no, you don't. No, I suck. But thank you. It's it's good to be here. A lot of people don't know this, but Carthy is actually one of the most accomplished women in the oh office. Oh my God, stop it. She recently wrote a book that got optioned for a screenplay. Well, I don't want to talk about it. It's so dumb. Okay, tell everyone it's about. Uh, no, it's so embarrassing. I hate it. Carthy, you have to believe in yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to get to write your bad bife spinoff, The Bife Bife. No. Okay, honestly, fine. <sighs> Anyway, so today we're having a little emergency in the office. It's a glitter, glitter emergency. emergency. That's short for glitter emergency. Oh, I thought it was short for recession. No, it means that we ran out of glitter because one of the sex interns ate it and had to go to the emergency room. Ladies, we have one thing to say. Glitter, glitter is, is not, not for eating. eating. It will not make you shine from the inside no matter how much you lie to yourself. I almost tried eating glitter once, but I was like, oops, I'm already full. And I wanted to try glitter so bad. But I know it'd make me look dumb Oh my god Glitter will not make you look dumb No but eating it Yeah that will make you look dumb Yeah And now for today's theme Luxury That's right Luxury for ladies We're talking private jets filled with tampons A really good soup A spa day just for you and your girls Unsweetened iced tea Chandeliers you can do like one pull up from Or a nice warm seltzer Rosé that doesn't give you a stupid prophetic vision Or a pile of books that doesn't fall on you every time you walk by <laughs> Can you even imagine? Yes Anyway, we all love luxury, but one of the biggest problems with luxury is that there isn't enough of it for women. Women deserve better representation in the luxury market. When it comes to having products sold to us, it's like we don't even exist. So we worked really hard and came up with a few ideas that are both luxurious, but only for her. You mean for all women? No, just her. Okay, so what does luxury mean to you? Mm, I don't know. It's like, just like... Tucking in my shirt and having a good sit. For me, it's like a nice bejeweled tuffet on which to lay my tiny body. Oh, that is so you, Quinn. Thank you. I, I could do that, but it's like tuffet too much. 
For me, I just like a sensitive sedan that just gets me from A to B, you know? That's... I don't know if that's luxury, but like to me, luxury is like a grand party thrown just for me to celebrate my womanly virtue. It's such good virtue. It's good. You're the most Everyone virtue. shut up. It's good virtue. Nobody's arguing with you, Quinn. And I won't let anyone say otherwise. <sighs> All right. Well, lug- the most luxurious thing to me, like the one thing that just ugh, is like just like a blanket apology, just like an apology that applies to everyone in my life. Like... I'm sorry for all of it. Okay. Well, for me, like a fit of whimsy, that's like luxurious. That's like, luxurious. Luxurious. That's, that's luxurious. Like, that's the kind of luxury that men just don't get. They don't get it. No. They don't get it. No. Anyway, it's clear to me that luxury comes in all shapes and sizes. And what matters most is that it's for her and not for him because he deserves way better. Aww. Hey, Carthy, you got any good facts? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Come on, Carthy. You have to have something. Okay, well, I guess I have one thing. This podcast only runs because of the financial support of our listeners. Ooh, that sounds hot. So if you want to support this podcast, you can do it by leaving a tip in our tip jar. Totally. Just go to paypal.me slash mouth time and leave whatever you think is reasonable. Like $100, you know, pocket change. Oh my God, I'd never ask for that much. But like paypal.me slash mouth time, I could put... I don't know, $5 in there, maybe 15 I don't know. Yes, please. Again, that's paypal.me slash mouth time. You won't regret it. Probably. You, you won't. You won't. You won't. Probably. And now for our next segment, The, the mouthwash, mouthwash, where we take our favorite reductress headline and chew them up, but don't swallow them because then they'll get stuck and we'll die. This week, we're chomping on this meaty bit. I'm not a social justice warrior. I'm a social justice warrior princess by Amy Wisenek. Honestly, I'm more of a social justice is just a dumb idea I have, warrior princess. Minus the warrior are the princess part. Yeah, I'm actually more of a social justice. Maybe we should all find the good in each other, princess. But minus everything but the princess. So what's cool about this woman is that her identity is much more complex than just being an SJW. She's got a whole other letter. I just think it's so cool when people can combine their lust for blood with the love of social justice. And use their highborn station to remind people to check their privilege. Check your privilege. Check your privilege. Check it, but don't be so, like, abrasive about it, you know? Yeah. See, that's exactly it. I'm like, oh, check your privilege. But then, like, you know what? Never mind. Do what you want. What? No, nothing. Never. It's never mind. It's just like, come on. All right. One thing. It's dumb. So, I am technically actually a princess of this small island in the Pacific. Ugh, just feels so dumb even saying it. Carthy, don't be ashamed of your bloodline. That is so cool. Oh, no, it's so dorky. Oh, come on. Don't sell yourself short. It's just a dumb island. You've never heard of it. What is it? It's the Philippines. You're right. I haven't. Mm. Okay, now it's time for us to play a game called Who's Subtweeting Us This Week? Basically what happens is we're going to share the tweets we got this week that don't tag us but are clearly about us and all born out of deep jealousy. Okay, so this one is for you, Quinn. The girl who lives in the penthouse in my building should just die already. 
Um, wow. I mean, like, who is subtweeting me? I mean, yeah, like, I'm going to die one day, but maybe also never. See, I don't know if that's so much a subtweet as it is a direct threat for your life. Yeah, that's true. Okay, here's a subtweet about you. To whoever brought donuts and left them in the break room, thank you. Oh, God. Did they really have to go and say that in public? That's a, that's no, not even... A, that's like a subtweeted compliment, it's Carthy. Like too far. No, it's just too far. You know, it's like, if you're going to say something, say it to my face. That's just so rude. I don't think it's rude. Ugh. All right. Anyway, so next one for Quen. Oh, Oh, this one's bad. Jake Gyllenhaal never loved you, skank. Mm, yes, he did. Next. Wow. Okay, here's one for you. Just saw a woman save a child from a rolling boulder. Wow. Wow. Like, what's that supposed to mean? Wow. Like, wow. Did you good? save a child from a rolling uh, boulder? It's so dumb. It's just like I, anyone could have done it. It's I just like, definitely can't even. I can't even be near a boulder. Otherwise, I'll just be flattened. I mean, it's just like every time I'm around a child under a heavy thing, I conjure up the strength that only a mother could have, but for a completely strange child. And then I just, you know, do it. Like, anybody could have done it. Honestly. It's just. That's not true. This is just like basic human stuff. No. Okay, so this next one's for Quinn. Ooh. To whoever stole my boyfriend, I hate you and your horse. I didn't steal him. I paid for him at the checkout. I just, they forgot to take the tag off. You paid for Chab? No, this isn't Chab. This is just someone else's boyfriend. Oh. Duh. I'm not a cheater. That's dark. You are not. Okay, here's the last one for you. I work with a woman named Carthy and I'm totally in love with her even though I never tell her. No. Okay, Carthy, are you okay? Okay, Carthy's not okay, but she it's not a subtweet. It's like just not a subtweet because it has her name. And that was Who's, Who's Subtweeting Us This Week? Okay, I am so excited for our guest. Me too. And literally, I already said her name. I'm freaking out. Do you want me to say it one more time? Yeah. Oh, we've got OK Johnson Park on the podcast today. She's a K-pop enthusiast and YouTube star. Welcome, OK. Hey, everyone. On Young Haseyo. It's me, OK Johnson Park here. What's up? What's up? What's up? I have oh my God. no idea what most of that meant, but I liked all of it. It was all a greeting and it was all coming with peace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so we're so excited to have you on the show. You are the self-proclaimed biggest fan of K-pop in the U.S. I like, am. Is that true and how do you measure it? I mean, it's true and it's immeasurable and I'll tell you this, other fans, they're going to come for me uh, Frankenstein style, but I'm going to claim it because it is a crown that I've been wearing, I'm going to say like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years. That is a lot of time. It's a long range, but I can guarantee you that range is accurate. Wow. So yeah. we don't know anything about K-pop. But I actually don't even, I've never even heard like most songs like from anywhere. Uh-huh. And, and I just like haven't gotten around to K-pop. Okay. I actually like kind of don't even fully know what songs are. I, I just found out what pop was. Oh, last really? week. Well, girls, I'm going to keep, keep you up to speed. Okay, get ready for this. So to start, songs, those are music that uh, people listen to with their ears. I don't get it. Hmm. You don't? Okay, I'll move on. Doesn't pop. Pop is short form for popular music. 
right so k-pop is essentially just korean popular music it's just the popular stuff that's happening in korea right now (laughs) whoa wow you really are an expert seriously so you said that like k-pop other enthusiasts were coming at you like what does that look like when a k-pop enthusiast comes at you well if you're anti their favorite group then that means they're coming with pitchforks but if you are uh you know just stating your opinion and it kind of makes sense then they'll they'll converse with you in a very like logical manner in the way that it's like hey i like this so it's the best that's the best logic you can get but let me let me go back and give you a little bit more backstory about why there's even such great fandoms for Mm -hmm. k-pop so what's happening here is that korea has figured out a way to create amazing music that not just their own country loves but the rest of asia it's called the hallyu that's an actual term and then a lot of the rest of the world is getting into it too france canada south america and i think they're just in love they're in love with a mixture of the culture the visuals uh even the content of the songs if you look up the english translations it's uh it's like really different from what our own country's popular music is spouting at us is it is it because the songs don't use instruments and they only use a human voice is it because they don't use words or faces um, yeah is it 100 percent not that it's oh, okay. not like that it might be the complete opposite of whoa that. oh okay i yeah. think i'm starting to get it yeah me too people make it with instruments and sounds they have faces they yes. definitely have faces and 99 percent sure they have bodies attached to oh, those yeah. faces and they use those bodies for dancing and movement purposes that are very very mesmerizing i'll tell you synchronicity that's like the new soma what is that is that the nectar of the gods soma <laughs> you ask me too i don't know i literally don't know <laughs> Not a clue. Yeah, never mind so okay you you grew up in a general store in Wyoming. So, like, yeah. how on earth did you discover K-pop? Uh, well, actually, it was YouTube. And so YouTube only kind of, I guess, blew up like 10 years ago, right? Mm. Uh, literally and figuratively, it blew up on my computer. And I was like, what's happening here? So I bought a new computer and I, and I, and I looked up what this YouTube thing was. And what was great about it was that uh, a lot of K-pop has sort of like... How do I say? It's like complimentary material. So you don't just have the music, but you have like variety shows and reality shows of the bands that make the music. So we did that here in the United States for a little bit, I believe, like making the band and all that stuff. But then those bands don't have credibility because they're not authentic artists, right? Mm-hmm. You see, you see my finger thing. You're, you're putting them in here. quotes. Mm-hmm. I'm putting authentic them in air quotes. But uh, I would say in Korea where authenticity is important, but when you're creating these groups, it's also people respect the process it takes to create these groups, these like companies that put them all the money into it, the people who create the concepts and the choreographers and the video directors, all these people get respect. So to see the creation of it, uh, people love. So anyways, back to me. I'm in Wyoming in a general store. I closed it because we had sold out all of the candy. And uh, I was watching uh, just random videos. And I came across one that, do you guys remember Perez Hilton? 
Um, yes. <laughs> I guess. He's, I mean, he's, he's still he's, around, he's right? He's a cousin. He's he's a cousin of you? I, I think so. Gwen oh, knows wow. everyone. I kind of know so everyone. Dumb. Yeah, well. I'm jealous. Back in the day, he was one of the first people to like bring K-pop to the U.S. He'd be like, what is this cool group that's really beautiful girls and then one of them's a rapper and take a look at this. And that's how I discovered it. That's how someone in the Midwest can discover something from around the world. That's amazing. And now you have your own very successful YouTube channel where you share all like the hot goss on K-pop and you have over 50 million subscribers. That's like the entire population of South Korea. The whole thing. Maybe the whole thing. I think that I might have the entire population as a you know, good friends, Fan- fandom, wow. and good friends. Like not just a fandom, like hanging them, o- having them over for Thanksgiving the at the whole, end of November. That is so great. That's it's so great. Be tough to seat everybody. I think so. Unless you have a really big house, though, mm, no, it's a general store. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So we got a little hot goss of our own, and heard that you fell in love with a certain K-pop idol, but refused to marry him for political reasons. Oh yeah, is that true? I mean, yeah. I don't want to disclose his name because I'm telling you the pitchforks, they, they're lively, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll just say that he was in a very, very famous group and then he disbanded. For, he left the group out of his own um, sense of like wanting to be an individual artist. And you know, it's not... When you're an idol, you're essentially the people's boyfriend, right? Yeah. Know it. Like you're you like with the believers, like if well actually he dated lots of people. But idols they don't date and when they do it's like a big deal. So uh, I did not want him to get in trouble. I didn't want the pitchforks coming for either me or him or his Oma. That's Korean for mom. <laughs> yeah, I know like five words. Um, and so we just kept it under wraps. And um, he really wanted to marry me. But I had like a hair appointment and I just wasn't going to do it. There were just like a lot of your fans being like, smuggle him here in your backpack. Smuggle him here in your backpack. Yeah, and, and you were like, my hair has to get done. Get off get my done. back. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even whisper that. They did that in caps on my page. And clearly, I didn't want to get outed. So I just didn't respond to it. How would you describe like your personal aesthetic? You know, you're very influenced by K-pop. So, yeah. But also by your general store. Right. Yeah. So I wear a lot of um, bracelets that are made out of rockets candies because uh, they're tasty and they're also colorful. Um, I really like a steampunk, so my shoes are, um, they could, you could put them in water and they would be submarines if you needed them to be, but they're mostly like cool looking boots. And then the K-pop influences the hair and skincare, just impeccable. I also look like I'm a 12 year old boy, just like very sleek and uh, just looking great. And then my clothing, um, J. Crew. That's that's a lot of different underground cultures I all mixed J. into one. I, I mean, love J. Crew. A little overpriced, but like they, the the foundational items are just you can't live without them. Sometimes you just need to be like, okay, I just need to like get a basic two hundred and seventy five dollar sweater and just you know I can layer it. Yeah, and I just love looking like a twelve year old boy. It's like, <laughs> duh. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Feels good. Ugh. So I mean that's that's an incredible combination of things. Um, so we learned that you actually learned a lot of Korean entirely through pop songs. Could you share anything you yes. learned with us? Um, okay, so there's uh, one huge 
band. Their name is Big Bang. If you know anything about K-pop, you would be a big fan of Big Bang. Big Bang. Uh, sadly, they're all older, and so they all have to go into the military this year. They're 18? <laughs> no, they're like 28, 29, wow, 30. Wow, that is old. Yeah, and for being an idol, that's old. And also, Korea, much like uh, Israel, has mandatory military service. So men before like 31, I want to say, all have to do it before they turn that age. Even if they're in a band? Even if they're in a boy band where they're like very, they have no upper body strength and they can't like That's mean. wear a lot of makeup. Like they have to join the military. That's so that just mean. seems cruel to do to a really pretty little boy. Yeah. Put well, him in the army and make him get all dirty. I just, uh, I'm not a fan. A lot of the fans are pretty sad about it, but at the same time we respect Korean culture and that's just, that's just what it is in their country. So, long story short, Big Bang has a song called Fantastic Baby. And their song, uh, the English in it goes, wow, fantastic baby. Right? Mm-hmm. It's great. I like it. But before you get to that, it's a whole bunch of Korean. So that's how I essentially learned by translating that. And then just whenever I got to the wow, fantastic baby, I felt like very uh, like knowledgeable. All yeah. Yeah. That's what I do with books. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I, I, I memorize a couple of words and then the rest of it is kind of a little, uh, I have to translate that. Ah, uh, interesting. And I just feel like that stuff can like relate to me. It's like, wow, I want to have a fantastic baby someday. And I think a lot of us do. Yeah, that song isn't about childbirth, but if it was, it would be a great anthem. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we heard that you took a small vessel from Japan to South Korea once, but missed and hit North Korea instead. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what happened there, because wow. Uh, yeah, so essentially, so there's these hovercrafts that go between Japan and Korea that are actual the tran- the transit if you want to get there fast and you don't want to fly. And uh, I took a solo one that cost a lot of money. I saved up a lot of my YouTube dollars. If you have ads underneath your videos or between your videos, it's really lucrative. I don't know if you know that, ladies. I didn't. I, I don't. Yeah, it's called Ad we'll try Renavue. <laughs> Renavue. <laughs> Revenue. <laughs> See, I'm just starting with it. It's just, I don't know, I'm a millionaire now. But uh, so, you know, I took a solo one, but I didn't know how to drive it. And so, yeah, I banged right into the uh, southernmost part of North Korea, uh, which I think is attached to South Korea by land. But I managed to bump into it. Bumped. Did you get in trouble? I, well, there's a DMC. DMC. DMZ, yeah, demilitarized zone there. And they couldn't figure out what country I was from. So I wasn't so much in trouble as I was perplexing. Yeah, um, yeah. And that uh, that kind of like puts a sour mood on a soldier's day. So I did, I kind of pissed off some guys. That's what, that's what I did. Did you end up making it to South Korea or did you have to go back to Japan? I had to go back to Japan. Um, and I had to like carry that that solo hovercraft with me on my back that's that's a wild story yeah there's a warranty thing on it if i don't bring back the parts and they ding my american express oh my gosh yeah so uh we have a little bit of a fun idea here Ooh, I love um it. we're gonna list some k-pop music video locations that are that our sex interns looked up now yeah. uh, you tell us if they are real or fake okay uh an above ground bunker uh 
So just to clarify, because I want to be 100% on this, this is where the videos exist or in the videos or where I can watch them? These are where the videos are shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that's a true set of a K-pop video. Because they're constantly at war. Uh, that and also because it's a cool location, I think. Sure. I love videos that take place on farms. Really? Yeah. I just think it's like, it reminds me of farms. Oh, I hope not factory farming because that's very sad. I just like videos where there's like a woman just staring out a window. Yes. I love that. Because I I look at it and I think, it's me. Yeah. I'm like, it's raining. It's me. It's me. It's raining. Is there a K-pop video in a dollhouse? Uh, Yeah, because honestly, most lady idols are just doll-like in appearance and beautiful. Cool. (laughs) How about the Camden Aquarium? Camden, like in Britain? Like New Jersey. Oh, in New Jersey. Honestly, if it had been Britain, I would say yes. But New Jersey, no, I don't think so. What about every single Denny's? Like a, a music video that takes place in every single Denny's. Every single, like simultaneously? All at the same time. Yeah. I don't think, uh, no, I don't think K-pop has done a video like that. But I will say they are working on some great holograph, hologram Concerts, so you can watch wow. a K-pop idol around from across the world. So who knows? It could be the next next best thing. Yay! I feel yeah. like that's the end game. Is like someday we'll just work together as a species to finally make a music video that takes place in every Denny's and every Denny's, and across no Denny's is left out. No Denny's. No Denny's left behind. Not even the one in Europe. Oh wow! The single one in Europe. That's right. We're all gonna hold hands across the country. Denny's to Denny's. Denny's to Denny's. Oh, Denny's to Denny's. Denny's. Okay, what about a video that takes place inside a rainbow? Oh, wow. Inside a rainbow. I mean, if it was like a studio created rainbow, probably. How about a wheat field? Ooh. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah, people like nature in Korea. I love nature. Okay, what about Polar Express, the movie with Tom Hanks? Is that a K-pop video? No, that's a movie with Tom Hanks. How that about, makes sense. How about a laboratory on a Spirit Airlines flight? Oh, wow. Spirit. It has to be Spirit? Yeah. No, I don't think anybody would be making videos there. I think sense. you're right. It is, a, it is an American uh, airline. So, mm. so uh, today's theme is all about luxury, and that's like luxury for her. Could so, you pronounce that one more time? Luxury. Luxury. Okay. Luxury. Wow. So, what does luxury mean to you? Oh gosh, I mean, luxury means I can. It's a weekend. I can close down the general store. I can put my uh, YouTube, uh, transmit it to my large wall, wall length uh, television that I have. Um, I bought with my ad revenue from YouTube. And I can just one, rewatch all my YouTube vlogs and all my videos, just killing it. And two, I can just watch as many wonderful K-pop videos and reality shows and variety shows and end of year concerts. Oh man, if you're a fan, you love those mamas. You love those end of year concerts. Oh, that would be luxury for me. Oh my gosh. What's the most luxurious item that you own? Um, I own a, um, I own one of Princess, one of Queen Victoria's, um, 
pinky rings. Wow. Yeah. We have no idea who that is. Oh, no? No. Yeah. I, I princess, love her, though. She is a queen, and her rings re- reflect that. She's oh a K-pop gosh. star, right? No, no, no. She is uh, <laughs> the old queen of England. Oh, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, See, I had no idea that she was a K-pop star. That is a country I can no, understand. I said she's not a K-pop star. Okay, we were hoping that you would stick around and play a little game with us. Oh, mm. yes, I would love to. This game is called K-pop, K-pop Song Title or Perfume Scent. Oh. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you the name of something and you're going to tell us if it's a K-pop song title or the name of a tasty perfume. Mm. I tasty. love a tasty perfume. perfume. Okay, the first one is Love Blossom. Um, that could be both. I'm going to say it's a K-pop song. Though. You're right. Yes. It is a K-pop song. Good job. Okay, the next one is Oh Lola. Oh Lola. I mean, that doesn't sound like a perfume, so I'm going to say it's a K-pop song. Ooh, you're actually wrong. It is a perfume by Marc Jacobs. Can you oh, believe that even? I can't. I can't. Okay, what about this? Wildflowers. Wildflowers. Oh, this is a tough game. I'm going to say it's a K-pop song. You're right. Yes, it is a K-pop song. Yes. I would just maybe all of these should be K-pop songs. That's that is definitely true. Yep. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Lucky Wish. Perfume. Oh, good. Yeah, it's an Anna Sweet perfume. Anna Sweet. I would have thought that was K-pop. Yeah. I would have too, but I, I know patterns. <laughs> okay, what about this one? Wind that blows. Whoa. That sounds like some Conglish, so I'm going to say K-pop song. Ooh, yeah, you're yep, right. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Uh, and the last one, Your Scent. Your Scent. I'm, I'm going to say K-pop song. You're wow. right. Yeah, it's a K-pop song. That's good. Good. Yo, you really wow. are Call K-pop Call me the number enthusiast. one fan for nothing, brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I learned a Take lot. Oh, my I gosh. I learned a lot from this. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being on the show. Of course. Um, we actually just have time for one last segment, which is called Spill Spill It. it. Where we both share what we have going on this week. Ah. Okay, so um, you guys can catch me just kind of gliding across the room looking like an angel on Saturday night. Please come and support me. Please. I cannot do it without your help. Uh, okay. All right. So I'll be giving this dumb speech to the UN this Thursday. Do not come. It will be so embarrassing. There will be three former presidents there. Oh, my gosh. That's a huge deal. Carthy, I'm definitely going to come. I, I know. It's just stupid. It's dumb. Don't come. Okay. What about you, okay? Uh, so I will be, um, judging the Midwest, uh, K-pop cover dance contest. Um, it's happening in, uh, Ohio this year. Wow. And the the very same uh, arenas that Trump has been promoting in. And so I'm very excited to, um, follow in his footsteps. That's so beautiful. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Any other plugs you want to give? Yeah, when I'm actually not in the Midwest, when I'm in New York City, I love checking out uh, an improv show at UCB every Tuesday night. It's called Herald Night, and it's the house teams of the theater, the best improv and comedy theater in the United States. And I watch a team called Some Kid, which is a hilarious team. Oh my gosh. So good. Wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't. Wouldn't miss it. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone, tune in next week where we try magic on a dog. I love dogs. Oh, is that dog K pop dog? No. 
This was Mouth Time with Reductress, written by Beth Newell, Sarah Papalardo, and Nicole Silverberg. Special thanks to our producer, Maria Spurdelosi, and our guest, Monique Moses. Check out Reductress.com for more, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you.